Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap things off with our daily betting card. Now, our show is sponsored by Bet99, which is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available to bet on on the website, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and EPL. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Use code SHOOTERSON at sign up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. But most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at one 866 531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Now, we're coming in with pretty good mood coming off that Thursday. We did end up going 4-2 and two overall. Um, PGA head-to-head missed by just a single shot with the Tony Finau and Scotty Scheffler play. Uh, Finau went minus 3, Scheffler went minus 4, so we missed there. Um, and then our other miss on the night was with the Detroit Red Wings and Vegas Golden Knights. We're on the over 6.5. And unfortunately, that game finished 3-2. to two. But let's talk about the winners from yesterday. We had the Tottenham first half double chance versus Manchester City. They were up 2-0 at halftime. Looked like they might cruise to getting three points. And in fact, they lost outright 4-2. to two. So not a great day for Tottenham fans. Uh, I know one at the network was uh, very upset with his team in that second half. But Mara scored twice and Holland scored as well in that second half. And then we had Winnipeg and Toronto under uh, six and a half. Four to one was the final there. Toronto won with relative ease. And then on the court, we were a clean sweep 2-0 as the Hoosiers won outright 80-65. to And that was a plus seven play. Whereas Arizona, we had them minus seven yesterday. And they went on to win their game by a score of 81-66. to So overall, not too bad. When we're talking about futures at the American Championship, uh, all of our top 20 plays are in okay shape. Two are, are in a really great spot. One less so. Tony Finau being T64. He was minus three yesterday. All he needs to do is go out and shoot a good score today, and he can definitely get back in the hunt. But Sung JM is tied for seventh, and Sam Burns tied for second. So great rounds by those guys to open up the tournament. And then Adam Hadwin uh could have been better yesterday wasn't too too bad though so we'll see if he ends up with top canadian at the end of the day now the only other major headline from yesterday that i wanted to touch on speaking of golf was the fact that live golf gets their tv deal now they're going to be airing their tournaments on the weekends on the cw network and then they're going to stream their first rounds on their app as well the second year of live it's going to be 12 four-man teams once again. There's going to be 14 events this go-round. Um, CW is the fifth largest network in the States. It also is the second youngest audience, so I think we could see some younger fans tuning into this one. Um, 
I like the fact that they got an actual TV deal here, here, not because of the money side of things, but just because I think they needed it in order to be a true competitor with the PGA Tour, which is what ultimately needs to happen in golf. Live truly made the tour have to up their, their purses, tr- treat their talent much better as well. And so I think overall, this is good for the game of golf as much as people will say it's not. Um, Greg Norman, he's ecstatic, obviously. I think he was on the hot seat if they couldn't land a TV deal. So he's thrilled to see that. But these tours are eventually going to need to coexist. I'm not sure if that's going to happen with Norman at the head, but we'll see how year two goes for Live Golf. A lot of work to be done, but the sport should definitely benefit from this. Now let's head over to our daily game slate. We've got a lot of games to get through, including going to go through our NFL picks for the weekend as well. But before we do, let's play the video. Alrighty, so no EPL soccer today, but there is a couple of English Championship games going today, and we have been following it pretty rigorously throughout the season. So we're going to start with Sheffield United. They're minus 160, taking on Hull City at plus 466. Now, Sheffield are obviously heavy favorites. They sit second in the table right now. Hull City towards the bottom half of the table, but Sheffield are closing, scoring close to two goals per game on the year and then you got Hull City at over one per game as well so I actually kind of like the both teams to score here today I think it's going to hinge on whether or not Hull City can get one on the road I think they're going to be able to do so so at minus 112 there's some great value to be had there the one that I love though is the Burnley who are plus 112 versus West Brom who are plus 260 I really like this one Burnley's won four straight or Burnley's won five straight West Brom's won four straight so they're both coming in playing really well Both teams averaging over 1.4 goals per game. And in fact, Burnley are at a full two goals per game. Now, minus 120, you can get the both teams to score here. Feels like it's going to be an up and down game for sure between two top six teams in the championship, all vying to get one of those three EPL spots for next year. So really love the both teams to score there. NBA-wise, I don't think I really love NBA plays today. And it's not having to do with what could happen I think there's just a lot of question marks and things that we're going to need to monitor starting with Pelicans in Orlando there's going to be no Brandon Ingram no Zion Herb Jones is even a game time decision so you're going on the road taking on a bad Orlando team I think it's a terrible spot and I think that's why it's a pick them we got to pick them in Miami and Dallas I think once again I just don't love the spot Dallas are at home where they've been really solid but no Christian Wood no Maxi Kleber tonight so It's one that I'm leaning a fade on. Knicks and Atlanta. Atlanta's minus three and a half. Bit of a rivalry game here between these two. I'm just not a big fan of the number, even with the Hawks at home. OKC and Sacramento. Game time decision we're waiting on for DeMontis Sabonis. So that's worrisome. Otherwise, I kind of like the OKC points. Obviously, if Sabonis gets ruled out, this probably moves to a pick But I'm just not going to be playing it until I know the full extent of the injury report. Now, when we're talking some of the other games, Golden State and Cleveland, Cleveland are minus five and a half. Golden State are not only on a back-to-back, they had to go from Boston to Cleveland, and they went to overtime last night. And Golden State are only five and 17 on the road. Cleveland are 19 and four at home. So I do lean the points here with Cleveland. It's not enough where I'm going to play it. 
But I think if you are looking for a player or two in the NBA, this is one you could definitely sink your teeth into. Clippers are minus seven versus San Antonio. Looks like they're going to have Paul George and Kawhi out there. Still no Devin Vassell for the Spurs. But the Clippers are only 10 and 13 on the road this year. Um, What I do like is that the numbers here are probably skewed because a lot of load management and the Kawhi status, um, they've often had him ruled out. So I think they could march in and win comfortably. This is probably my favorite NBA play of the day if you're going to go anywhere, that being the Clippers minus seven. Few other games happening: Brooklyn and Utah. Utah's minus six and a half, largely due to Brooklyn being on a back-to-back. Um, I still think that that's a lot of points for Utah, so I'm staying away. Indiana and Denver. Denver minus eleven and a half at home. A ton of points once again, but no Halliburton for Indiana is huge. And Indiana, they are just eight and fourteen on the road this year. So the fact that the Nuggets are twenty-one and three at home. I don't know if I like it enough to go and bet them to win by 12 or more, but I think if you could buy it down to minus nine and make it where it just has to be a 10 point game, I feel a little bit better about that. And you could maybe parlay it with the Memphis minus six and a half versus the Lakers. Um, But I would buy a couple points here as well, maybe down to minus four and a half. Now I get it. Memphis are riding high. They've won 11 straight games. I'm a Lakers fan, probably giving them a little bit too much credit in their own building, but That is quite a few points if you have a healthy LeBron James going tonight. So I think Memphis should cover, if you want to buy it down to minus 4.5, minus 3.5, parlay that with the Denver one, then I think you could have a nice two-teamer there. NHL-wise, two games going, really only one worth playing in this one. Um, You do have Ottawa who are taking on Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's minus 150 at home. Anton Forsberg has won three of his last four starts. Um, but he gave up seven in his last start. So I really don't know where to go with this goaltending matchup because Casey DeSmith has also lost six of his last eight matchups and the Penguins overall have only won three of their last 10. So they're not playing great hockey right now. Feels like it could be an Ottawa upset spot. I don't like it enough to go and bet it. Um, Ottawa did just beat Pittsburgh in overtime on Thursday. So we're asking them to go and now win on the road in Pittsburgh, a back-to-back against a pretty good hockey team. So I just don't love it enough to put it as part of the daily betting card. One that I do like, Colorado minus 150 on the road versus Vancouver. And Alex Gregorov, I mean, he's he's put together a little three-game winning streak with Colorado. And Spencer Martin, he's given up over four goals per game in his last five starts. We also got burned on Vancouver the other day when they took on Tampa Bay. They were down 4 nothing in the first period. I think we could see something similar here today. Colorado appears to be getting healthy. They appear to be playing a lot better. As I said, three-game win streak. If they can extend it to four and they can start to climb back back up into the playoff picture, then I think they could be in a really good spot. And if there's one thing that I know about the Vancouver Canucks... I thought you were this worldly, sophisticated guy, but you're just a fraud. Not a big fan of Vancouver. I think that they're going to be in the lottery this year, hoping to get... Connor Bedard, who I'm hopefully going to go and see play this weekend here in Regina. And then college basketball-wise, it's a light slate on this front. Zero ranked games happening. There is a few that I think you could bet on today. Um, Don't go and try and bet the Ivy League. (laughs) I've been there on a Friday where you're just looking for some college basketball. But there's three games that I would look at. I like the Villanova and St. John's game. St. John's minus four right now. Um, 
This one, as far as spreads go, I don't love it. And it's mostly because Nova's only covered in three of the seven road games. And St. John's is only covered in four of their 11 home games. So neither team likes to cover uh, road or at home. And so if anything, I would play the over 151. Um, These teams have gone over in the majority of their games this year, 22 out of 38 so far. I think, yes, it's a very high number, but I do think that these teams are going to get into the mid to high 70s. And so I really do like that over 151. VCU's taken on Richmond. VCU's only covered two of their five road games this year, despite their 14 and five record. And they're taking on a Richmond team who are 11 and eight. They, they did help us out the other day um, on the betting front. Now VCU, they are slight road favorites here. Um, if I do like anything the most, I, I love this over 132. Feels like it's going to be a low 70s finish for both teams. It should be a tight game as well. Great conference matchup. So I really like the over 132. And then Boise State taking on New Mexico. A couple weeks ago, New Mexico was a ranked team. And they love to cover at home. They've covered or pushed in nine of their 12 home games. This is largely due to the fact that they love to go over at home as well. Eight of their 12 games at home have gone over. So probably can't play the money line. It's a little bit too juiced right now on that front. But I do think that you could definitely go and play this spread and you could feel pretty comfortably doing so, honestly. Um, I think it is a good spot, though. Um, if you want to go and bet New Mexico minus two and a half, you can you can get money line, I guess, at minus 150 if you want to go that route, but uh, depending on your book. But I think New Mexico takes care of business today. I do think that Boise State, the fact that they're the top team in the Mountain West, um, I still think that New Mexico is just as far as the standings go. It's as Boise is. So that's where I like to go with that one tonight. As I said, no ranked games. So if you're looking for some games tonight, Don't go and bet like a St. Peter's and Marist game. Um, There are some better ones out there like the three that I mentioned. So with that, let's go over to our last call pick segment. This is where we're going to give you our daily betting card. We got five plays for you here today. And before we get into those, let's play the video. The Last Mountain Distillery is a family-owned and operated company located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are out now. Their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka Totally plan on going and picking up some of their old-fashioned for this weekend. Going to enjoy a nice date night at home with the wife tonight. So definitely go check out Last Mountain Distillery, some of their great products there. And so with that, we need to put together a couple solid days here because we put out a winning day on Tuesday. Then Wednesday, we struggled a winning day on Thursday. So let's try and make it three out of four days in a row. Um, But it's going to take a lot of work to build back up from the first couple weeks of the year. So... Here's our five plays, and then we're also going to get into our NFL plays as well. We're going to start in the English Championship. Both teams to score at minus 112 in Sheffield United and Hull City. Now, I'm trusting Hull City to get it done on the road. It's not the easiest spot for them, but I am willing to play it today. Uh, Sheffield United have scored in eight straight games. Hull City have scored in five of their last six. 
I'm hoping for a one-to-one halftime score, and then I cannot worry about this game. Now, Burnley and West Brom, I'm also going to play this one on the both teams to score at minus 120, and I feel way more comfortable on this front because when you look at the numbers of this one, um, I'm really not concerned. There's a lot of offense on both of these teams. Burnley have scored in every game except one since August, so really no concern on their front at home. And West Brom, they have scored in every game except one since November. So great spot here for an absolute shootout. I think this one could cash in the first half today, but I think we're going to get a ton of goals in this Burnley and West Brom game. I'm also going to go ahead and play that Clippers spread against the Spurs today. Clippers on the road. Looks like their two best players are going today. Should be an absolute cakewalk. Um, I am aware that the Clippers are not a great road team. But at the same time, I don't think the Spurs want to win a lot of games. I think they're going to compete. But late in this game, the Clippers will pull away and win by double digits. So give me the spread at minus seven. I'm also going to play the Avalanche money line versus the Canucks tonight. This is a one and a half unit play. I just can't back the Canucks after how they burned me on Wednesday night. Colorado on that three game heater looking to get back into the playoff hunt. This is a great spot for them to pick up another two points and continue that climb up the standings. And so give me the defending champs money line. And then VCU versus Richmond. I'm going to take the over 131 and a half at minus 110. This is a one unit play. Both teams averaging over 69 points per game. VCU like to play very quick as well. They they play an up-tempo game. VCU are good defensively, but the fact Richmond are at home, I think gives them that bump to get them to the, that 65-point mark. I think VCU could win. But overall, they're going to get over that 131 mark. Now, early NFL divisional weekend plays. Let's start with that Jacksonville and Kansas City game. I'm going to take the Jags plus nine here. Um, I'm glad that it moved to nine because when it was sitting around that minus eight number, I was a bit concerned. Getting to the full nine, though, I feel a little bit better about that one now. We know that T-Law just threw four interceptions in the first half, second half four touchdowns he cannot afford to even throw two probably against this Kansas City team because they can put points on them in bunches when they met earlier in the year it was a 27-17 game but if you watch that game you know that Jacksonville at the time was not great in the red zone and they weren't doing a lot uh, to give themselves opportunities to score this is a much different team I think we see a tight game Kansas City will still win but I think we see a 28-24 tight finish here Giants taking on the Eagles. I'm going to take the Giants plus seven and a half. I'm glad that it stayed there because getting over a full touchdown, I feel a lot better about this one. It is very difficult to beat a team three times in one year. And so I think the Giants are going to keep it close. In fact, I might even sprinkle the Giants money line. There's always an upset this divisional round. I don't know where it's going to be outside of this. So I really like the Giants plus seven and a half. I also like Buffalo minus five and a half. I think the world's likely going to be on Cincinnati. Um, I was thinking that this line was going to go down, maybe closer to minus four or minus three, but this line's holding strong. I think Vegas knows with Buffalo at home for this game that they're going to deliver here. So give me the bills to cover. And then Dallas plus three and a half versus San Fran. Definitely my homer pick of the year. Um, But the world's going to be on San Francisco. I'm going to play Dallas money line as well at plus 170. I'm a Cowboys fan. Would love to see them go in. If Micah Parsons can get to Brock Purdy early, finally shake this guy a little bit because he has not played great opponents over the last little while, then I think this could be a spot where Dallas potentially wins. 
and finally gets back to an NFC championship. But appreciate everyone who listened to the show today. Follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod. We're going to bet some college basketball maybe later on today as well. So definitely keep an eye out for that. And we appreciate everyone who tuned into the show. Reminder as well, we do have our hoop stream tomorrow morning at 11 Eastern time. And then our hockey stream as well at 3 p.m. Eastern time with Spit and Picklets there as well. Bring it on some of the best sports bettors in the space for them to give you your plays. So if you're looking for some early college basketball plays, there's also every NHL team playing tomorrow. If you want some hockey plays as well, definitely tune into that. And then you don't have to just listen to my voice, but a bunch of others as well. So appreciate you all. We'll see you tomorrow.